M-Class Emails, yet another episode with your host Jeff. And Josh. And Kevin. Kevin's oh. here again. Woo! Happy day. Special guest. The specialist <laughs> guest. Maybe I'm just a guest. I don't know if I'm that special. You're the no, only you're guest the, we've had. Yeah. That makes I, you special. I guess it's kind of special. You're the you're first. Vying, you're vying for that number one spot. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> He's vying for it. You know what I mean. Then I think I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> He's killed all of his competition. Um, <laughs> like a true Klingon. I feel yeah. like we should put our cards on the table and say that uh, m- most of us need a nap. Oh, yeah. I took like a five-minute nap, which was stupid, because that's not a nap. That's not I, a nap at all. That's closing your eyes. I know. That's, that is an extended blink. Freaking stupid. Like, wh- like what the shit? I keep setting my alarm too early, and uh, I wake up and then snooze it for an hour, and then keep like going forward in time, but not getting oh actually my God. good sleep. That's snoozing, the worst. Snoozing feels like it's going to be a great idea. It's, it's the worst But it's idea. not a good idea. <laughs> It sucks, dude. It's I do like, it every single day I set an alarm, oh too. God. I'm an idiot. Ugh. Like, I woke up this morning, and I got, like, four hours of sleep because, uh, uh, reasons. <laughs> because... I don't want to date the show. The show is dated. I want, We've dated I wanna, every show we've ever I definitely want to date the show. I <laughs> you guys. Oh, well, I accept. Yeah. I also accept three-way yeah. kiss, double date. <laughs> Dude, that's how I kiss. <laughs> hey, let's go on a let's go on a Dabo date. Dabo. Dabo! <laughs> we are so tired. Hashtag um, Dabo. Hashtag Dabo. All caps. Hashtag Dabo date. Dabo date. <laughs> Hashtag Dabo Dare 2000. Shirt it. Hashtag Dabo Dare starring Mark Ferengi Summers. That's that's the quality you're going to get in this episode, everybody. <laughs> you know? Um, I get it. Wow. Um, you get it? Did you get it? <laughs> I'm processing it, man. Our first email of the evening. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. from uh, Boston Sean Dupree. Oh, shit. He invented the game that we play. Yeah, he invented Pitch It or Ditch It. Oh. And he says, Hey, Trek dudes, big fan of next-gen uniforms. Don't think much of these colors on the shoulder black for the rest of the uniforms. Uh, I agree. Wrong? (laughs) I I like the DS9 uniforms. I like the second ones. They're dope. I like the gray. We went over this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the previous did. episode. This is if you would like to hear our conversation on Starfleet uniforms, uh, please listen to the Deep Space Nine episode, uh, Warriors Way or Way or of the just Warrior. Tweet at us, and I will spend all my time telling you why you're wrong. I'll um, just say that I like the thing I like and not back it up because I don't have a good aesthetic vocabulary. Uh, I, I like will, what I like. I will fight you and get gradually more mean spirited with how I'm wording things until eventually Yo, I piss somebody off. That's why Jeff and I became friends, honestly. <laughs> hey, you you may make a better point, but you won't change my mind. That's Twitter, yeah. baby. That's Twitter. <laughs> I'm entrenched in my beliefs. I cling to them desperately as an identity, so fuck off. 
Why would I ever play Mother 3 if Nintendo didn't release it? That's why it is we have a show right now. That is a magma take right there, <laughs> Dude, we fucking went nuts about I f- Yeah, well, there was a whole thing. Just fucking play the, the ROM of it, you idiots. Anyway, um... Play the ROM. It's free. Play the ROM. Uh, anyway, fun to Hi, see brother. Worf back in action. I like his yeah. braid. He may have had that next gen, but I never noticed it. Yeah, toward yeah. the end he has it. He sure does. Uh, I really like the scene where Worf and O'Brien talk about how next generation was really good, but the audience needs to move forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we Star about this. Yeah, I feel like Star Wars just tried to have a similar conversation with its fans. Yeah. Uh, double anyway. Let's pitch it or ditch it. Oh yeah, my yeah, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. One, Deep Space Nine Tycoon, the video game. Pitch it. <laughs> oh my it. god. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, make a make a station? Yeah, I would you fucking have to, play the fuck out of that. You have to run, like, make the station, and then you run it to try and, like, make it... Yes. I guess, it wouldn't be profitable because it's a Starfleet station, but, like, make it, yeah. like, high-functioning and operational. Efficient. Yeah. I'd fuck. play that. Dude, I'd, I don't even play the Tycoon games that much, but I would play the fuck out of that. I would it sounds want- way better than a roller coaster game. <laughs> I would want to zoom, like, way in and just play The Sims with the different characters. Uh, yes. <laughs> fuck yeah, I'd do that too. I feel Hell like, yeah. I feel like I haven't played Sims since the first one, but I feel like New Sims is crazy enough that you could just make Deep Space Nine. Can you make a Quark in a New Sims? I bet there's a mod. There are mods. But there's cause... a Ferenginator. I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this because I'm a little sleepy, but I think my wife had a Ferengi mod. In, what? In uh, fucking, or she showed me one. I think she showed me one in Yo. the newest Sims. Yo. Your if wife's dope. If, yeah, if she's you, the fucking dopest. I super don't deserve her. No one else talk to her, please. <laughs> Yo, uh, if you want to get rich on all that mod money, make make a Ferengi mod if it doesn't exist for the Sims. Do it. Yeah. Endless for Skyrim. <laughs> Ferengi, there definitely is a Ferengi mod for Skyrim. There has oh, to there's, be. There's a Macho Man mod. There's got to be a Ferengi mod. <laughs> I would also pitch this email. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a bold yes. idea. A bold idea. Uh, two, not an actual episode, but a cold opening of Picard walking into Riker's holodeck program. You've already sent this one. What's this? I don't remember. Where he says, uh, end program, and then, like, all the holograms disappear, and, like, jizz falls out of them. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, he already sent this one. (laughs) I wish, I wish, like, I wish people could see my face. (laughs) Number one, why have you gone number three everywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that is? Number Number three. three. Number three is when you jizz. That's number yes. three. Go and take it a hot number three. Listen, uh, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too proud to not pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, remember that's whatever very safe way. Whatever I said last time that you yeah, this what I said last time. So, but that one. Uh, three. A cool game where you put discs into cones available for all leading VR equipment. That already Ooh, exists what? in Star Ooh. Trek. Yeah, it's the, it's that's the game, right? That's the, yeah, that's the yeah. game, oh, the one that Riker had. Addicted. Yep, I that, bet he went number three in that game too. That is basically VR because everyone gets a fucking VR headset. It's like you gotta try it, man. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you I gotta wanna. put this disc into a cone, Kevin. <laughs> 
Dude, I played the VR on the PlayStation, and my mind exploded a little bit. Really? It looked really cool. I was like, oh, this is really cool. I bet VR Skyrim would be pretty fucking dope. I was just talking about that today, and how I was saying how, like, you gotta be in shape, though. It does exist, VR Skyrim. Yeah, you gotta be in shape, though, because, like, I don't know you gotta move about your that. arms. I'm in Every- A-shape. Everybody saw the photos from MAGFest. I'm not rocking in shape body whatsoever. I got years yeah. of practice ahead of me. That's all right. Me neither. <laughs> I mean, that'd be a good reason to work out, to play more Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, would just want to live in Skyrim, so, like, whatever. I, d- I don't think we should allow Josh to get VR Skyrim. Uh, I think you should allow me to do what I want, because I'm an adult. But we'll, we'll lose you forever. Yeah, I'll be in a better place. I'll be in Skyrim. I guess I could also go to Skyrim to see you. I have to come there to visit me, guys. I mean, I think we should just go LARPing. That way we can eat the sweet rolls. Except I never want to go LARPing because LARPing's terrible. Yeah, I've never been LARPing. Have you? It's a LARP. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to ditch it because VR is stupid. (laughs) I'm pitching it. Uh, I'm, it's already in the show, so I don't need to pitch it. <laughs> yeah, it's already there. Uh, four, Quark gets a house band. Hootie and the Blowfish guest star on this week's episode of Deep Space Nine. Uh, that's incredible pitching. I am absolutely times. pitching it, especially if they're all dressed as like very slight aliens. They all have Dude. like a little bit of forehead gunkle. <laughs> this was like key Hootie and the Blowfish time. Like 1995 was like Hootie was king. Dude, Are- I want Hootie to like play a part in the episode as well and he's like a Vulcan. Yeah. That's they, what I want. I imagine them as like kind of a new like blowfish style alien race. Oh yeah, that'd be perfect. Like they that'd look like little cool. pinheads. Yeah. They got yeah. like that'd be amazing. They're those fish guys from that one episode of TNG where Loaxana shows up and at the end she's like, "Well, they're terrorists. They can read their minds." <laughs> yeah, I like how she just didn't tell anybody for like the yeah. whole episode. She was like, "Yeah, I wasn't important." this. Yeah. I, I I will be the third pitch it. I think we're three out of three for fuck for, yes for pitching Hootie and the Blowfish. The blow we've fish. never um, been wrong, so do it. Uh, number five, Data oh, guest stars in a DS9 episode. He spends the entire episode with Odo in the Hollow Suite playing Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Hyper pitch it. Yeah. Hyper pitch it. Although it's sort of already he already does kind of have an episode, but he spends time with the Doctor. Bashir. Yeah. Well, that yeah, it's great. The, it's the crossover episode where they come on to TNG. Yeah, and Doctor Bashir is like, "Hey, I'm a superhuman. I did. Su- I was superhumanly experimented on. Look at my superhuman powers." <laughs> like four seasons before it's revealed on Deep Space Nine, they fucking really <laughs> did something wrong with that. They were like, <laughs> "Why did we say that?" He said that he's just feeling very sherry that day. I guess. I guess he thought Data wouldn't tell anybody. Majority was there too. Majority <laughs> I mean, just is like, huh? What? I mean, Data didn't tell anyone about like he and Tasha are boning, so he's discreet. No, he did he at her tell. funeral. He told everybody. He was like, "Hey, everybody, guess what I did?" Here is a recording of us having robot sex. Well, that's what funerals are for. <laughs> that's what is, funerals are for. Is it, Kevin? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. So everyone can talk about how they boned you when you lived. Man, I hope at my funeral people are like, one time I boned Josh, it was awesome. Uh, Kevin is not invited to my funeral on grounds that it may incriminate me. (laughs) Kevin's invited to my funeral on grounds that I might get to have a cool funeral with my friend. Dude, that's... (laughs) What a great (laughs) punchline. 
That's the price of being a bone criminal. That's true. <laughs> I'm just a dirty bone criminal. Bone criminal. <laughs> I get in, I get out. Uh, thanks and live long and fuck. Wow! Wow! Is that the, the wait? Is that the thing? Yeah. No, that's not what we say. <laughs> I don't know what we live long and send money, but we haven't said that in a really long time. Live long and send money, yeah. Live um. long and Joshper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that when I'm dead after my bone funeral. Just for your bones. Just. It's just my skeleton. Uh, That'd be awesome. Dude, God. he was in a really, really terrible accident. <laughs> you die twice. Once when your flesh dies, next when your skeleton dies. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, they were like, yeah, we opted for an open casket funeral, and there's just a fucking skeleton? <laughs> that would fucking be hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Like, like how he, funny is that shit? How did he fucking die? Oh, he got burned to death. This is all that was left of him. So That needs to be, like, a very serious scene in a superhero movie. Oh, my God, Like, yes. Superman dies, and then they go to his funeral, and there's just a skeleton in the casket. I guess he's not coming back from this one. <laughs> and it's just got the glasses on. <laughs> Oh, wait. I thought oh. you said Superman died. Oh, this no, is Clark, Clark Kent's Kent skeleton. Oh, no, Clark Kent too. <laughs> this looks like Clark Kent's skeleton. What the hell? <laughs> Fucking Lois reaches in real quick and snatches the glasses off. Like, oh, there oh, he is. Oh, no, no, There's no. Superman. That's Superman. Never mind. There's Superman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where's Clark? He's late. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. There's anyway. a fake skeleton in the audience wearing uh, Clark Kent's glasses, and they're like, oh, there he is. <laughs> I'm going to pitch these funerals idea. They're great. Uh, our next email is from Yakub. Yakub. Who, sa- <laughs> who says, Dear Jeff and Josh and Kevin. And Kevin. Oh, you didn't say that. I am glad M-Class it. Podcast is still alive and well. I mean, Me no still. dying podcast could get Kevin Cole as a guest. What? <laughs> I should publicly praise Hack more. Aww. Hey! Yeah, Hack's a great game. Everybody should go play it. So on Steam right now, H-A-Q-U-E. Thanks, guys. <laughs> great. H-A-Q-U-E is alive. <laughs> nice. That's kind of the crossfire theme. <laughs> Y'all get caught up in the... Hack fire! Hack fire! <laughs> uh, on to the track talk. Mm-hmm. Compared to The Child, The Way of the Warrior was better structured and less confusing... Even without watching DS9, it quickly became clear what is happening on the station. Everyone is looking for changelings, and the tension is high. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. My question is, where was that bathhouse scene going? Why is <laughs> uh, why is Kira yeah. peer pressured into sexual relations? Is this a deeper cut that I'm not aware of? I, it, I, uh, I, I, I think it's just to show uh, how Kira and Dax are different people. Like, yeah, yeah Dax is just... all about boning fake people, and Kira yeah. only wants to bone real people. It's it's not just girl and other girl. Like they're two very right. different characters, and I think they kind of wanted to make that clear at the start of this season. Yeah, I agree with Kevin. It's also like a much more like sexually enlightened time. It would be mm-hmm. like if you're hanging out with your friends, like you all go to a bar, right? You and all your friends go to a bar, and everybody's really excited. And then you you give your one friend a beer, and he's like, "Oh no, I would never drink beer." 
And you're like, why did you come to the bar then? What are you... Yeah. Also, it's to show that people actually live on Deep Space Nine. It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's not just a flying office building. It's There's like, definitely a lot of that in Deep Space Nine. Yeah. There's a lot of downtime in Deep yeah. Space Nine. <laughs> they got a lot of time to fuck holograms. The fucking, the fucking space station doesn't move. It has to stay where it is. So, like, Dude, that sucks. Sometimes you just gotta, like, look at people and see how they live. Sometimes you gotta fuck hard light. Uh, yeah. yeah. If, if you haven't yeah. already, please talk about the beard collection as a whole. What did you expect to present? What Ooh. actually came out of it? Was there any episodes you considered but decided against? I enjoyed your pilot's collection summary, so please keep that form for future collections. I think he's giving us too much credit right now. <laughs> I think, um, I think it, like, this is definitely the, compa- like, the Beards collection is the companion to the pilot's one, because it's like, here's where it started, and here's when it really started. Like, that's yeah, true. that's a great point, Kevin. We definitely meant to do that. It wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah, we totally thought about that, because we're smart. <laughs> And like you just got, you just picked up on something that we definitely talked about, <laughs> like it's, for sure. Talked. It's about actually it. tr- it's super true though. Like, yeah, our first collection was the beginning of the series, and then mm-hmm. our second is this is when it actually starts and gets good. Yeah, uh, and, like, and you're, you're, it never happens on Enterprise or on <laughs> a Voyager, oh, which tells no. you everything you need to know. Well, when Janeway grows that beard, it's crazy. You're like, wait, what? Why didn't anybody grow a beard on Voyager? (laughs) I don't think anybody does. I was trying to think of, like, Enterprise where there's a beard, and I don't really know if there is one. There's no beards in TOS either unless you go to the mirror dimension. They're still strict about beards. I think the real beard episode is whatever episode you're like, that's the one where I became a fan. Like, well, that's the that's the trope is the growing yeah. the beard. It's the, well, the opposite of jumping the shark, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's growing true. We could have expanded upon it, but it was just a little bridge so that we could have people vote on the next collection we're going to be yeah. doing. Which uh, I think I said at the end of the last episode, but it's going to be uh, the worst episodes collection. Oh, oh my no. god! And we we're really starting. Fucking... We're starting with Spock's brain from the original series. Oh my god! So look forward to that. <laughs> I feel like with with DS9 though, like the show kind of gets good. It gets good at like season three, probably when they get the Defiant. The show gets good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's well, the beginning of season three. There's like a false beard start though, because he grows the beard before he shaves his head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a false beard start. It's really strange. The whole growing the beard thing is across two series, and I just thought that was interesting that mm, yeah. the series both have a dramatic shift towards better writing uh, I think after just, the episode where somebody grows a beard. I, I think that's less, like, a lot of it's writing, but a lot of it is your actors are finally, like, comfortable and feel like they have agency in their show. Right, right. And, like, if you let them make decisions, like, I think my character would have a beard, like... They kind of yeah. feel more comfortable in their role, and like being being in a really intense like show, playing a very like uh, not necessarily stiff but like defined character like that can probably get a little oppressive for actors who feel like they're kind of stuck there. Which is yeah, why especially true. especially with Star Trek, where like I mean back then, and I, I, it's it's similar now with television, but like. That back then, like it's completely set based. Mm-hmm. You're you're just on set all day for fucking ten, twelve hours. Right. And like you could go crazy. Like you'll go nuts. Like 
Like whatever not, you can do to alleviate that yeah. type of constant pressure of just like yeah. it's all the same shit and I got to do it every day for like several months. You're just like doing the same thing. Like and it makes you crazy. Like Riker's beard was a happy accident. That could be our our John Larroquette fun fact of the week on this program. Oh, Ooh. is that uh, Riker? Where Jonathan Frakes had gone on a short vacation between seasons of filming, and uh, when he came, beardopolis. When he came back, he had a beard, <laughs> and everyone on set was like, "You're definitely gonna have to shave that off before we start." And he was like, "Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just here for the like dry read through of the first episode or whatever." Right. And Gene Roddenberry himself saw Riker with the beard, and he was like, "No, you should keep it." Because My that would God, be boy, perfect. You're onto something. <laughs> That'd be perfect for Riker, the rough and tumble yeah. hero. And yeah, he's from Alaska. He's like yeah, a outdoorsy yeah. guy. And Jonathan Frakes was like, "Hey, I don't have to shave. Sweet. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> How- not shaving rules. Yeah, not shaving is fucking awesome. All of us don't shave, so it's awesome. Yup. I mean, I shave my like balls. <laughs> I go uh, full double beard. Downstairs beard? No, I don't go downstairs beard. That would you be terrifying. Do, you don't do lap beard? I don't do lap, lap beard. <laughs> I do lap beard in the wintertime because I ain't got time to take care of myself. Fuck that. Too cold. <laughs> I, I, I trim. I'll, I'll trim. I'll, you gotta trim. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. It'll get crazy if you don't trim. Yeah. I oh, tr- you gotta do it. I, yeah. tr- I trim up and down. Like I, I, I do like grow my beard out real crazy and then I bring it back down because it gets a little bit too much. Oh yeah. Yeah. But when it's short it's a pain in the ass cuz I my neck starts growing in and I look like a I look like a neck beard. <laughs> I do shave my neck. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just have like this trimmer that has a bunch of shit on it so yeah. I just like do, do that shit. That's what I do. I just run yeah. a trimmer over my neck. It's not actually yeah. shaved. I have I actually, like, uh, when I went to MAGFest, I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to shave the whole time, so I might as well use a razor real quick. Yeah. What? And I realized I hadn't used a razor in, like, six years. Yeah, it's... Dude, my and, face gets so burny. Oh, from yeah. The, dude, it like... sucks. I finished my neck, and I just had this huge red spot across it, and I was yeah. like, damn, that burned the hell out of me. And suddenly, like, out of my pores, little <laughs> bits of blood started coming blood. out. Yeah, blood comes out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah I razors never, were rough. I never learned how to shave with a razor, because when, uh, when I was an adolescent, and my beard was coming in, I had crazy acne, and I didn't want to bleed out, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Yeah, it makes I just, sense. I just did electric razor, and I never learned how to use a blade. You, I just put leeches on my skin when I was a kid to yeah. get the beard hair off. Cool. I I bought a um, katana, and yeah. I did it like the samurais. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Jeff, they'd use their wakizashi to shave. What are you? Uh, what? Listen to this guy. Fuck. Nah, I used straight up katana. I fucking seppuku'd my face every day. Seppuku'd <laughs> my face. Oh my god. Uh, How honorable. <laughs> uh, our next email is from Justin Siner. Hey. hey! Who says, Ahoy, Trek fellows. Oh, good day, sir. <laughs> good day, Trek fellows. Trek fellows. <laughs> Trek fellows. Uh, I haven't really watched much Star Trek, but recently my friends and I have been watching a ton of stuff on Netflix together, and TNG has been something they've put on a few times. Yeah, your uh, friends are great. Keep them. Not long ago, we watched the one where Picard becomes a Borg, and the one where the tar man punches Tasha Yar, and she full-on ragdolls to death. 
Man, you're hopping all over the place. No right doubt. Now. <laughs> uh, so my question is, which episode in all of the Star Trek universe would you show to someone who knows nothing about the show, and which episode would make the worst entry point to the series? I've got an answer Ooh. to that one real quick. Ooh, that's a, the worst one is the second episode. The <laughs> the worst entry point to the series is Code of Honor. Mm-hmm. Is the yeah. name of that episode, uh, and Garrett Wang, when he was brought on to, uh, like, when he um, auditioned to play um, uh, Kim, Harry Kim, yeah. uh, he tried to watch Star Trek on TV when it came on, but over yeah. a period of six months, every time he turned on the TV, it was Code of Honor. Ugh. Oh my God, what a nightmare! So he thought that's what the show was, and he wasn't interested in playing the character until someone showed him a real episode of the show. Yeah, Code of Honor is uh, horrible. I, I would say it's nearly uh, should be banned. <laughs> I would call it the worst episode in Star Trek history by far. Absolutely. Looking forward to your your deep dive, dude. Oh, god. oh my god, we have to get yeah, to that one after the next shit. one too. Um, I feel like my the episode I'd show people also might be the worst episode to show people. Oh shit! What's um, up? I, I I love the drumhead. The drumhead is my favorite. The drumhead is a fucking episode. amazing episode That's to show a great people. Episode. And like, I, I I don't know if it super represents uh, TNG well, but I just think it's like one of the best things they do, which is just make it about like politics and people. And it's the be- it's one of the best courtroom dramas ever written. Like, yeah, yeah. That I don't think that's the worst one to show people. No. Although a certain type of person will hate that yes. episode. Yes. It's the same type of like... person that wouldn't like Star Trek in general. I think. Yeah. There's who was I talking to the other day, and they're like, I don't like Star Trek. It's stupid. Oh, it was one of Luke's friends yesterday, and I was like, Well, you're fucking wrong, and you're an idiot. So get the fuck out. <laughs> He's right. I punched him in the dick. He's right, everybody. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I would probably. Oh God, there's so many on TNG. Oh my God. Uh, For good ones or bad ones? Good, good ones, ones to yeah. show people, like Darmok, Inner Light. Probably uh, I would show the Inner Darmok Light. Darmok would probably. I might. I don't know. Darmok might be frustrating to somebody who doesn't know Star Trek, because yeah. there's a whole lot of like uh, people saying things that you don't understand. Yeah, Darmok's well, so I mean, good though. It really is. Um, measure of I, a man. Measure, measure of a man, man is, I think, the one I started on. Like that was the. Oh wow! I think measure of a man watch. would be a really great one. That one's also very courtroom drama. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I balance of terror from the original series. I think it'd be a really yeah. great introduction, especially to TOS. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't super love uh, the first episode of TNG. Like, I don't know if I'd ever tell anyone to start there. Oh, no. No. I don't think I would have somebody start there either. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) But you do get Q, and and Q's kind of an important part of the show. I I think Um, a real funny one to show people for their first, like, intro to TNG would be the one... would be the one where Q takes them back to Robin Hood times. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you'd be like, that's all they do in this show is go to different, either make-believe or somewhat not-real no, times. They only ever go to Robin Hood times. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the whole show is. They go to Robin Next Hood times week, over Next week, Riker is Robin Hood. Man, yeah. that's a really tough question, though. I feel like those there's are all really solid ones. choices. I don't think there's one that's best, though. Yeah, where, no. It depends would, on the person. Where would you guys start someone on DS9? Oof. I don't know. Uh, DS9 is tough because it's all one story, really. Yeah. From beginning DM to end. 
Do you have yeah. to just do you have to start someone in TNG for them to appreciate DS9? I think kind of yes. I think it would be. Uh, I think you'd appreciate uh, it more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's necessary exactly. Yeah. The thing it's about not necessary. the problem about DS9, like uh, this episode, the one we talked about, the Way of the Warrior, would be a great place to start if it had anything in it about the prophets mm-hmm. and yeah. their relationship to Cisco. But that shit would just jump out at you later on in the season, it's and you'd too be like, much. "What? It's too much." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Prophets. You need you need a slow burn on the space magic. <laughs> yeah, especially for how it ends up. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel that's probably the best answer we're going to be able to give you on that one. Do you know the theory about how Cisco... Because, spoiler alert, <laughs> skip to wherever, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> how Cisco is, like, h- half profit, so that's why he gets to punch Q in that one episode? What? Oh, why? Is what? that a fan theory? <laughs> it's, a, it's a theory because, like, people... You can't punch Q, he's a Q. But I've, since Cisco's like extra dimensional, like he can get away with it. I feel like he's like a paladin, you know, like he's he, yeah. he's infused with like profit power and that lets him yeah. punch Q. Let's him punch Q. <laughs> I think that he just punches Q and like Q's just like being an idiot and he doesn't I really feel like care. Q like takes the punch because he's like so like excited by the fact that a human dared to punch him. Yeah. I think he's just being a goofball and yeah. he's just like, Yeah, I'm Q, whatever, I'm a goofball. Um, he is you know, a big goofy. I'd let I'd let um I'd let uh Captain Cisco punch me. Yeah, yeah. Me too. You yeah. wouldn't let him punch you. You'd oh, I would take it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't take it. <laughs> I'd allow it. <laughs> I love when he flips out on Garrick and like in the pale moonlight, he just wrecks him. Yes. He just yeah. unloads on him, and you're like, "Holy shit! This man's got <laughs> some demons. He is crazy mad about this shit." I actually got like kind of impatient with the friend who kept putting off watching Deep Space Nine, even though they were a yeah. Trek fan. So I just showed them in the pale moonlight. And I was yeah, like, now you know how I feel, Kevin. And I was like, "Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. Now you know everything, bitch." Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Josh feels that way about Battlestar Galactica. I do, but not just with you, with lots of people. I'll watch it. I'll get there. I'll get there one day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Our next email is from Drew Hawks. Cool name, That is a cool name. He is Multiple Hawks. (laughs) Scree! (laughs) Hot Trek Boys! Trek Boys! First time, long time. Hi, Ooh. Drew. I don't really know what sort of questions to ask you for the podcast, but I was watching a Star Trek documentary on Netflix, and it got me wondering, have you guys watched any of the Star Trek documentaries or specials? Any recommendations? I watched The Captains, which was on Netflix. I don't know if it is. I don't think it is anymore. Um, nah, I, I try to stay away from them. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean... They're always, to me, like, a lot of them, like, uh, like the, what was it, Trekkies or whatever? Yeah. Which was a kind of an old documentary. They're all just sort of like, wink, wink, isn't Star Trek silly? And it's like... <laughs> there is a yeah, lot of that shit. Yeah. Like, they play it off like it's some corny relic. Yeah, and it's like, alright, like, I get it, nerds and shit. It's, it's like saying, like, D&D people are nerds. It's like, yeah, you, you could go that route, I guess. But. What's, the, what's the one, My Name is Spock? The one that's about oh, yeah. the life yeah. of Leonard Nimoy? I thought that was good. 
I didn't watch it. I'll I, check, I, I'll I don't know. I, I, I so okay. Yeah, I, I think um, the, the captains is like a you get like a vanity project for William Shatner. Yeah. It's mostly yeah, it's about him. So, I think my problem with most nerd like uh, uh, fandoms is is a lack of like a critical view of of uh-huh. the fandom. Like it's either this is silly and I'm ashamed of it, or right, or this rules and nothing is wrong with it. Right. Like you can't have. I, there's no middle ground at all. Yeah, a- anime super has that problem. Like, oh yeah, there's no, there's well, no. They like... should be ashamed. Oh, I know. I w- I've made fun of anime <laughs> on the internet, and boy, let me tell you, there's no, there's no like uh, critical body of work for anime. It's just yeah, it's anime. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? Yeah, which yeah. is kind of true, but <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice if someone took like a deeper critical uh, view of it. I mean, you like, got your Akira's and your, uh, your like. I don't know. Cowboy Bebops. Sure. Well, like good anime just becomes good TV. Like yeah, right, <laughs> true, right. And bad anime just becomes anime. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, anime. There's that um, fucking the view of anime. Like when somebody talks about anime, there's not a picture of Akira behind them, and there's not a picture of like fucking Cyborg Zero Zero Nine behind them or whatever. Yeah. Or yeah. what is Devilman Crybaby came out recently? <laughs> There's not a picture of that behind him. There's a picture of some like kawaii ugu moe girl yeah. with her eyes the size of her fucking head and shit. With the sweat drops dropping off of her. Well, that's because like, like Crunchyroll like tries to make those things, but Crunchyroll is also selling anime. There's no like critical yeah. body of anime review that isn't also owned by someone who's selling anime. That's true. Yeah, they. I just, with Star Trek, they always make it seem like, like you said, Jeff, like it's like goofy or, or like, they're like out of touch, like fans of it are just like helplessly yeah, what nerdy. a bunch of fucking weirdos, right? Yeah, but they, they have like, each other and their thing they love so that's what yeah. matters. And I'm like, you don't have to call them weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody shows, like, people going to a convention for, like, I don't know, tools. Like, a tool convention. <laughs> right. And go, what a bunch of fucking uh, fanatic weirdos. Yeah, they love tools so much. What a bunch of weirdos, right? Like, they like, traveled from all around the United States of America to come to this tool convention. What a bunch of fucking freaks, right? <laughs> They're just enthusiasts. Yeah, they just like that stuff. It kind of know. it kind of uh, became impossible to be like I'm a nerd. Isn't that brave? Here's my inspiring story after fucking Gamergate happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. It's just been it's been a really rough ten years. <laughs> you know what? Good. I don't want there to be fucking like I'm a nerd. L- listen to my yeah. great story. Fuck I you. Know. Everyone's a nerd now. Suck a dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. That always frustrated me anyway when people were like, I'm a nerd, deal with it. I'm like, <laughs> what do you like? Oh, slow down. Yeah. Like, like what do you oh like? Boy. I fucking love Avengers and Doctor Who. Well, you and everyone else on the fucking planet, dude. <laughs> Looks yeah, like someone fine. shops at Hot Topic. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> It's it's a thing we always talk about where people like uh, make their entire personality based around a thing they like. Yeah, yeah, it's very middle school. It it's drives, middle drives school. me nuts. And I mean, that's sort of what those documentaries do quite often. They like point at these people and go, these people have no lives outside of Star yeah. Trek. Isn't that great? <laughs> or they're portrayed as like, uh, 
uh, like, adorably hopeless. Like, oh, look, they're so hopeless. Like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and like, I, I guess the fantasy is, like, they have solved their personality. They know who they are. And, yeah. And, and, like, it's meant to make you be like, man, I wish I had anything as solid in my life as this person has Star Trek. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just, I try to avoid, I, I love documentaries, but... Anything about Star Wars or Star Trek, like, I don't want to hear what other people have to say about it. Like, it's not that complicated, you know? Like, yeah, who would listen to other people talk about their opinions <laughs> on Star Trek? Yeah. yeah. Is this my cut? Is this, are we live? <laughs> hello? 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 Um, um, he points out like, Chaos on is... the Bridge as a good one. What's chaos on the bridge? What is that? Oh, it's a it's a doc. It was on Netflix for a long time. It's how TNG got up and running. Like how they uh, went from okay. Phase Two to TNG, and how it's honestly, if I had to characterize it, it's a documentary about how um, Gene Roddenberry lost his mind and became a giant <laughs> asshole and then died. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's how I want to go. Um, I'm almost there. Just briefly flitting back to our last tangent. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. It is totally good and cool, important if you like something. Like, we're, yeah. not, we're not being like... Absolutely. It, it's it's lame to love a thing. Like No, that's exactly not what no, we're saying. No, yeah. it's not what I'm saying. Like yeah, I said, yeah. it's the like basing yourself entirely on that thing and not having a personality outside of it with the problem yeah, right in. like the things you like but keep in mind that there will be other things that you might like too and yeah. try to incorporate them all into uh, a, a super fun uh version of yourself in, that in, likes things in general every person should like two and a half things like two and a half men i'm obsessed with yeah. it yeah yeah everyone should well, like two and a half this men. podcast is over <laughs> Gonna, Do you guys remember Charlie Sheen? <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Two and a Half Men. <laughs> um, uh, oh my God, he says things that I wish I could say. I don't even have a joke for Two and a Half Men. I don't. I literally couldn't tell you one fact about it. I don't think I've ever seen one episode of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> like my dad liked Two and a Half Men, which is the weirdest oh. shit. Because he would go from Mash to Two and a Half Men in like one flip of the thing and be fine with it. Wow, that's a that's a gear change right yeah, there. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, I'll tell you, it's mostly about uh, an alcoholic piece of shit who treats Mm-mm. women like garbage, and a Uh-oh. guy who is straight, but the joke is that he acts gay and a fat. Yeah, kid. he's like sort of homosexual, and it's like, uh, but like, th- like he could just be gay. Like I don't care. Like what's the? No, the it's what? the joke that he's he acts gay. It's Why a joke. You, yeah. Why would you yeah. make this show? <laughs> Uh, it was a different uh, time, Kevin. It was a different time this? called They're Still Making Shows Like That. Yeah, th- <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, like, what the new Will and Grace is like. They're, it's like, yeah, being gay is, like, not a thing that's, like, Dude. exploitable for views anymore. Like, I don't know, like, what, like... You know, like loved <laughs> Will and Grace, right? And then we yeah. watched the new one, and it's almost entirely political humor about Donald yeah. Trump. Yeah. And, yeah. like, the one alcoholic lady is, like, a Donald Trump supporter, and that's the big joke. because uh, she's rich, because she's rich, yeah, right? that's yeah. the big joke. And I was like, I don't want to see jokes about this. This is reality. Yeah, I have to live this every day. Yeah, like, our world yeah. is burning down. This is not comedy hour. Yeah, I don't want to watch this, yeah. <laughs> but I hear the Nick Offerman, ep- the Nick Offerman episode is kind of good. I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, he's married to, what's her name, yeah. the lady. I didn't see yeah. that. 
Karen on the show. I forget her. Yeah, I didn't her see real it. name. She, she she has a cool real name. I just forget what it is. And, and they're both really cool. But like, yeah, they're funny. Maybe I, yeah, I'm with you, Jeff. I kind of don't want to laugh about it yet. <laughs> no, maybe like 20 years from now I'll laugh. About it. I don't think it'll ever be funny. Yeah, let's see if there's a nuclear like annihilation of the human race, and then we'll laugh. <laughs> Well, I was talking to that from Cochran's gonna fly his Phoenix. So. I hope so. <laughs> it's. I was talking to somebody the other day. People are gonna like open up history books about this time in history and be like, "What the fuck was wrong with these people?" Uh, two words: baby boomers. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of lead. Okay. A lot of They're lead. Trying paint. to make MAGA. They're trying to MAGA us back into uh, where we should be, guys. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for continuing with the M Class podcast. Do people think that we stopped doing this? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. It helped me reconnect with Star Trek after marathoning Voyager and Enterprise with my dad when I was a kid. Uh-huh. We, we had a whole wall shelf of Star Trek videos that we only recently got rid of. It was wild. Nice. That's awesome that you and your dad watched great. it together. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, I still have a soft spot for Faith of the Heart, probably because I had to endure listening to it so many times as there was no option to skip the intro. It's a Faith of the Heart. It's been a long time, time since I heard this dope-ass song. <laughs> Our next email Ooh. is from Tosh, who says, Uh-oh. Hey, Wait, how's Tosh? it going? What's new? Hi. Nothing. Oh, yeah? That's pretty cool. Anywho, I don't watch Star Trek. I've seen some movies, but that's about it. Cool. Uh, Question. If every main captain from every series had to fight to the death, and they all had the same weapons at their disposal, same ship, same amount of lasers, etc., Oh boy! Who would come out on top? No peace, only blood. No screams, though, because they're in space. (laughs) Easy, Cisco, done. Yeah, Cisco is like that's what he was born to do. He's like a warrior. Yeah, like you would. He's a fighter. You would not see Cisco until like every other captain had been eliminated, and then he would come out of nowhere and blow up the last remaining guy, Picard. Dude, without Cisco, <laughs> the Federation loses. Like yes. that's how good know. he is. I'm, I'm like I agree, Cisco would win, but Picard would not be the last guy. Like oh, Picard, yeah, Picard is a diplomat. Oh, yeah. He's an all right fighter, but he's a diplomat. This ain't movie Picard where he's swinging around like John McClane. Yeah. Like, Kirk would double axe fist his ass and he'd be down. (laughs) Damn. Oh, I thought this was a ship-to-ship battle. Uh, Yes, it is. Okay. He would do the ship (laughs) double axe fist maneuver. Like, he would use the nacelles to do a double axe fist on the other ship. I like I like the the image of it's the it's the Enterprise with but with like two beefy Trogdor arms on it. Yeah, like slamming down. Yeah, that's some like nose art for like a like a fucking you know like an airplane from the World War Two era. It'd be a bomber plane for sure. Yeah, B seventeen. Fuck. Yeah, Cisco would win, but that's just he's like the war captain. Mm. Yeah, dude, the scrapper. He's the only one who like was. I mean, I guess literally he's born for it, right? Like that's yeah. part of his his destiny. So spoilers, are fucking hoy in this episode. Hey, just watch the show. Spoilers. Dude, he's fucking <laughs> writing it. He's not gonna kill himself off. That's true. <laughs> oh Real <my> spoilers. <laughs> Crazy spoilers. Which <laughs> <laughs> is probably confusing. I love the how shit that, love how that shit comes back in the last episode. Yeah, it's, it, it's great. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Um, Benny, put the pencil down. 
Put the pencil down, Benny. Our next email is from <laughs> David, a.k.a. Spivzy. Spivzy. Who says, hey, Tarek boys. boys. A long-time listener, third or fourth-time writer to all the podcasts Josh has been on. Nice. Oh, cool. It's great hearing views on Star Trek from people who've loved it for years. I never watched any of the TV shows until I was about 25 years old, but I did go see the crap movie. You know which one I mean. <laughs> you know, we do know which one you mean. All of the new gun. ones. Uh, so I don't have the same nostalgia for it, but I get to live vicariously through you two. Oh, sweet. Oh. I might be a newer fan of the series, but it hasn't stopped me from constantly asking my friends how many lights there are and making jokes about Picard leaving Data on a planet, saying he's not our problem anymore and flying away. <laughs> um, I've got a pitch it or ditch it for you. Yes! The Enterprise comes across a perfectly serviceable ship, many years old, that isn't registered. That isn't registering any life signs on board, and nobody is answering their hails. Okay. They send an away team on board and find it staffed entirely by characters from history, both fictional and non-fictional. Evil Lincoln. Evil Lincoln. Uh, Plato is captaining the ship. Ebenezer Scrooge is the science officer. <laughs> oh man, this sounds like a crazy holodeck. JFK situation. is working in the engine room, etc. I uh, uh, need more power. <laughs> it turns out the crew was a, a race of formless masses who came across a derelict vessel, found the crew's information alongside cultural records, and uh, merged yeah. the two of them together, resulting in historical figures with knowledge of starships. The crew of the Enterprise wish them well on their journey, but get a big surprise when Lieutenant Count Dracula sneaks on board, finally able to <laughs> oh. quench his bloodthirst. Oh my god. This is so I, TOS at hearts. <laughs> I love this. I, I was like, no, then yes, then no, then hell yes. Hell yeah, yes. Yeah, I was like full-blown. You said Dracula, and I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I am on yeah, board. I think, I'm in. Uh, I think... I think we could just have a plot be Dracula is on board the Enterprise. Like, <laughs> like that could cover oh, an entire man. episode. Oh, my God. You kind of get that with uh, Sam Clemens. Oh, Miss Guinan! But is he, is he regular Dracula, like the historical character, or is he like a completely unrelated alien guy who just looks and acts like Dracula for no reason? That's my favorite oh, so Star Trek thing. Is he Vlad the Impaler Dracula, or is he Dracula like Bela Lugosi Dracula? Yeah, I wanted to be Bela Lugosi Dracula. I yeah. pictured like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Like yeah, yeah. Bela Lugosi, like a, yeah. yeah, like a Dracula. Like a Dracula. I, like I want, I want him to be a space alien, right? And yeah. but he just looks exactly like like he's from a race of Draculas. Like the whole planet is Draculas. He's from planet Dracula. <laughs> they kind of have that with the Nakul. Uh, they're kind of Dracula like. But do, do they all dress like Bela Lugosi? Well, they dress like Nazis because they go back in time and try to take over the world. Ew. Ew. So Nazis are like real life Draculas. <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> way easier to kill. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, <laughs> not not that we're saying that you should kill Nazis, but we're also am, not. Saying I'm totally you saying you should kill Nazis. You should just kill way to ruin my joke, Josh. <laughs> I think we're. I'm not skirting around this. I'm going full blown Indiana Jones. Just shoot them. Yeah, you know, kill all Nazis. <laughs> 
I got. I was getting to that, everyone. I was getting to it. It was going to be a big fun joke, sure and everyone would have loved it. But I guess we're not. Sure. Everyone would have. We're loved not it. doing jokes on the podcast anymore. No, not sure today. Did. Just Helvetica sure. font, kill all Nazis on this podcast. Not even Helvetica. I'm just going to put it in fucking Arial right across it. Oh, kill all Ariel. Nazis, all lowercase with a period. Get that, get that kerning right. Uh, reading that back, it might be a little bit too red dwarf. So just to be safe, you should make another podcast about Red Dwarf. I never watched Red Dwarf. It's actually it's, really good. I heard it was good. It's very like something that is very late nineties funny. <laughs> yeah, I got. It's, I remember when it was on. Like it was very, on Sci Fi. Very British as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If Dude, you like Red Dwarf, oh my god! If you like the IT crowd, I feel like there's a similar. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. All yeah, right, I got you. I got you. I love the IT crowd because I'm on it. <laughs> like Roy is just me. Every time I watch that show, I'm like, "Fuck, that's exactly what I would do." I saw the one where they go to like the theater or something, and then the guy starts selling. He's like a like a bartender there or something. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm, I'm, defi- I'm definitely the goth guy. Definitely. I think his name's Kevin. I'm not sure. I, maybe. I don't know. Uh, in the you guys watch The Detectorists? No. What the fuck what? is that? That's a good show. You should, it's British. You should watch it. It's guys, about guys guys who join a, like a metal detector club. <laughs> it sounds pretty fucking amazing so far. It's, it's really good. Does it's it got really Dracula good. in it? Uh, unfortunately, no. Fuck. Not like the this IT episode, crowd which I'm pitching. I pitch it as well, and the IT pitch. crowd has Dracula in it. So, what? Yep. He lives in the Fuck. basement. Yeah, <laughs> no <he's great>. way. <laughs> uh, in the words of that truck decal I saw online with a hot Andorian on it, keep on trekking. Oh shit! Love and kisses, Damn. David Spivzy. Thanks, Spivzy. All Spivzy. Old Spivzy. Our next question is from Ben Bueller. Bueller. A.K.A. Bueller. Desrath. Whoa. Nice. Which is uh, definitely the name of a planet conqueror. Desrath, Desrath the Destroyer. Desrath the Destroyer, exactly. <laughs> um, Hail Trek Boys! <laughs> Hail Trek Boys! Uh, that was like the little guy from Mortal Kombat that pops in and goes, Toasty! Trek boys! Toasty! Trek boys! That's Trek how you boys. fight Reptile, dude. You gotta hit some buttons and then Reptile shows up. <laughs> reptile wins. Reptile was fucking awesome. He's just green Rep- scorpion, but it's really cool. Yeah. Dude, I got so hype as fuck when, that, when he shows up in the movie. I was like, oh! I, too. I was like, fuck, they unlocked him! <laughs> they got him! <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, Ben says, First off, keep up the good work with the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks to your influences, I am now working my way through TOS for the first time, although I did Ooh. almost stop after the psychic powers face in Charlie X. I'm loving it. Oh my god, Charlie X. Oh my god. Charlie X, he like does this like horrible jizzing face every time he uses his psychic oh. power. Is he he's the one, right, who is like, I like this ensign. I'm gonna stalk the shit out yeah. of her. That's one of the that's one of like the defining moments that like I always whip out when people are like, Kirk's a fucking womanizer who doesn't yeah, care about he, women. He, 
he brings him to his qu- his quarters. He's like, "Look, Charlie, you can't do this." He's, he's like, like, "Stop hitting on girls like this." He's like, "Charlie's like, what if she doesn't like me?" And he's like, "Well, too fucking bad, kid." Yeah, that's, that's how the it, works. Way it works, man. <laughs> Lots of people don't like you. I don't. I hate Charlie X. That's life, man. He's like, yeah. He's like, you have to be kind, you know. And if she if she doesn't want you, then she doesn't. There are other fish in the sea, you know. You have to. Yeah. You have to move on, and Charlie X is like, "No, I want her," and he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, man. I hate the 60s you. Were a rough time. <laughs> Kirk's a good dude, man. He gets a bad rep. Anyway, I'm not gonna go into all that shit rep. again. <laughs> uh, second off, a recent commission I got from Jeff. Insert plug for Jeff's commissions here. Oh, buy shit. it. Nice. Yeah, uh, go to my Twitter at underscore Jeff Pennington. Buy it, Jeff, and see my commission chart. I'll draw you pictures. <laughs> um, it made me realize something. I don't recall in any of the Trek I've seen so far reference to media, be it news organizations, new movies, or whatever the Star Trek equivalent of TV would be, or social media. They don't have TV. I realize they have hologram technology now, but holodeck slash suite programs seem to be the dominant media form. I have a hard time yeah. imagining interactive holograms supplanting all other media. I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, it would be... Well, except books. They still read books. Well, uh, and Jake Sisko is a journalist. Yeah, so like, yeah they have newspapers. Exists. There's a... Um, Jake talks about wanting to be part of, like, the Starfleet Starfleet Media Corps. Yeah. yeah. The, there's, al- there's also... He talks about the civilian media corps yeah. as well. Well, that's very World War II. Yeah. That's during World War II. A lot of directors, like John Ford signed up and they went over and just shot the war. Yeah. So that's very World War II inspired. Yeah, he talks I guess. he talks about like there's still newspapers in the future, which is the yeah. most unrealistic part of Star Trek, really. Well, I mean, we saw like how important they are now. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's they're they're post scarcity, so like you can just make yeah. a newspaper if your live stream is to do newspapers. That's true. Yeah, everyone's like, just making zines. <laughs> making all them z- zines. <laughs> zines. Dude, I fucking love reading a magazine. A magazine. <laughs> you guys in designs? God, I, can, I just see you like slipping in like Steve Buscemi wearing like the backwards cap with the skateboard, being like, "Hello, what's, fellow kids. What's up, fellow kids? Do you read the zines?" <laughs> and then Blink One Eight Two plays. I guess like all art in in uh, in Federation space is like intensely personal because like you don't have to you don't have to look for an audience like no. But at the same time, it's like super. It's like how it, we're seeing it now, right? We're mm. seeing it with the internet now. Like, there's so much of it, but, like, it's not centralized like media right. used to be. Right, it's there's no there's no the Beatles of the Federation. Right. exactly. Like, doesn't make sense. That's not how no. art works. That's, yeah, that's, that's the greatest thing about the Federation to me. Like, people talk about, like, all, like, being, like, Starfleet would be amazing. You know, I'd love to join Starfleet and everything, but if I couldn't make it... You can do whatever you want for a career. Yeah, and that's talked about that's just the thing chilling that, like, out on Ryza. <laughs> that's the thing that like motivates people in the future. Isn't like, oh, I need to fucking make the bills or whatever. It's what can I do to feel fulfilled and live right. a good life. And there's that yeah. whole, there's that whole bit in DS9 where uh, Jake's trying to borrow money from uh, uh, Nog. Nog. Uh, Nog, yeah, yeah. and. That's uh, great. 
It's like, and he's like, well, Federation, Federation uh, citizens don't need money. And then Doc says, well, if you don't need money, then you don't need my Why money. Why do you need my money? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's not my fault your society uh, adopted a, a, a what is, what post, he says, post like scarcity the, or post currency. He says, like, the line, yeah, he's like, a, a philosophy of, like, self-improvement or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Jake says, look, we aim to better ourselves and the rest of humanity, which is, like, the line they always use. Yeah. It's... It's so like give me five bucks. The most. <laughs> it's like the most beautiful future to me. That like, you just once you finish your regular schooling, you're like, all right, what do I want to do with my life? And you can do yeah. it if you're like, I want to be a fucking rocket scientist now. You you like just go to rocket science school and be like, hey, I want to be a rocket scientist. And they're like, well, sit your happy ass down. We're gonna learn yeah, about we'll rocket teach science. Teach you how to do it. Yeah, maybe but, you'll be good at it. But on the flip side, Frankie, don't start no wars. That's true, they don't, but they do buy their way out of them. Horseshit. Mm-hmm. That's DS9 switcheroo. The Ferengi don't start no wars. Like, the Ferengi are, yeah, they're super aggressive Like in, in T- Yeah, in TNG, they start wars all the fucking time. Well, yeah, those are pirates, assholes. right? They're not like... No, they're wearing Ferengi military uniforms. Sometimes they're pirates. Sometimes the Ferengi government disavows any knowledge. Well, that's bullshit. That's, that's I mean, how the, the Ferengi start no wars, technically, is that any time yeah. a Ferengi does something shitty, like, Zach, Grand Nagus is just like, Ah, they weren't with us! Quark! <laughs> <laughs> Quark! Inconceivable. <laughs> Inconceivable. Miss Guinan! <laughs> I, I love Grand Nagasvek so much. I fucking love him, too. He's so good. Um, I guess my question is, does everyone just get their information from Starfleet, or are there news organizations that exist off-screen that we don't see because the series yeah. are all portrayed from the perspective it, of Starfleet crews? Think about it like now. Like, Where do you get your news now? You get it from everywhere. There's tons of shit. It's, it would be the same thing. Mm. But... Everything's just hyper well, yeah, faster. Like Jake mentions there being civilian news organizations that he can yeah. write become a reporter for if he wants to. Yeah. yeah. And there are journals of science like that and people publish shit too. There are newspapers. In, there's there's yeah. a newspaper on Earth when Cisco's there, it's sitting on his desk. It's yeah. just like they're not they're not gonna do an episode where Picard reads a blog. Like Yeah, it'd be boring. <laughs> And and the one thing that Starfleet Star our Federation citizens are very like keen on uh, is like the preservation of their democracy. Oh yeah. So like obviously there would be that fourth pillar of civilian check and balance in the system, which is needed. Yeah. Even in Star Trek, because we see what happens when like oh you know the fucking uh, changelings start invading, <laughs> people guess, start losing their shit. I guess like the real reason is like. During the 90s, like, it wasn't really a question that the news was important. and Everybody like, knew already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't really just a crazy, you know, narcissist megalomaniac in, in our president office. What could you be talking about right now? <laughs> I th- we're talking about the Star Trek future right now, everyone. I, I don't <laughs> want to think about that monster right now in our fun Star Trek discussion. So yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even going to be like like it wasn't even going to be an interesting plot line to be like, do we need the news? Yeah, like, yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, people would have been like, yeah, yeah, of course we do. About? Fucking yeah. Walter Cron- Cronkite, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's what they would have said. Uh, um, I mean, that'd be an interesting thing for um, new Star Trek to look at. Have, have you anything would be more interesting than whatever they're doing with you the guys, two dick Klingons? You guys read about any of the spoilers in that show? 
No, I know nothing I, about I it. I watched the first five episodes, uh, so I don't know. There's, like, some shit happening right now. I guess I'll tell you guys about later, but... Uh, I, oh, my God. I've heard nothing about it, so I just assume it's amazing. It's uh, <laughs> it's 10 out of 10 good. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> uh, related, here's a Boston Sean's Pitch It or Ditch It. Nice. nice, nice. To improve nice. morale during the Dominion War, Captain Sisko instructs O'Brien to work with Quark and Rom to set up a DS9 closed circuit hollow news program with Jake and Nog <laughs> as anchors. Oh yes. my god. Trouble arises when editor in chief Garrick keeps editing Jake and Nog's segments down to practically no- nothing for fear that the information in their program might be usable <laughs> by Dominion spies aboard DS9. I love how Garrick is in charge of a high school TV show. <laughs> I love that. I, I th- love that. I think that's a, basically what Kevin was just talking about, about doing a Star Trek episode about whether the news is important or not. <laughs> yeah, like, I, reflecting the whole fake news shit that's happening today. Well, they, they talk about it with Jake in the Dominion when he's on DS9 and the... And it comes on the wrong like, side of that a little bit, actually. Like, the Federation does... Where like well, every, everybody on DS9 is like Jake, you're a fucking prick, giving like sending all this information out. Oh yeah, well he he's yeah. It's sort of that tightrope though of like oh this could fuck people up. Yeah, right? like, you have to be careful about what you print. Yeah, but can't do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I've got to run because I'm late to DM a D and D session. But keep nice. But keep trekking and what a DM a DM is never late. <laughs> Uh, He's always, he arrives always on time whenever he wants or whatever. He, the he always is. arrives yeah. exactly when he intends to. He always arrives when I show up. That's uh, what I always hashtag say. Jeff Hadar. <laughs> hashtag Zane Tenue Army. Oh, wow. <laughs> we got a Zane Tenue Army. Hell wow. Fucking yeah. Jeff Hadar. What? <laughs> well, I guess Zane is on the show now. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never said if we're going to pitch it or ditch it. I think I would ditch I it. Will, I would probably... Uh, I don't know. It's a funny concept, but I don't think it could make a very good episode. Not on DS9. It, I don't know. I'll I pitch it. it. We could we could workshop it into a B-plot. Yeah, if you, you could workshop I'll it. I will pitch it for it. workshopping, because if it yeah, wasn't like that, a so. high school production with like Jake and Nog kind of thing, and Jake was like yeah. trying to be taken seriously... Could have been, could have been good. And yeah. like maybe Odo is the one that keeps censoring the program because he doesn't want yeah. the information to get out. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think, um, I think you could also do a fun thing where like uh, Quark keeps like trying to take up more and more airtime with ad space. <laughs> Like he's monetizing it too hard. I love when he like hacks the computer and it starts printing out mugs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns the mug over and it plays "Go to Quarks." Quarks is fun, and it plays that little jingle. <laughs> Don't walk, run. Yeah. Um. If it was that, pitch it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Boston Sean sent another email, and I'm gonna like take a, a quick snippet because I like this one. He did a pitch it or ditch it. Of yes. uh, Tom Paris convinces the crew to go to a '90s style prom where they tra- they dance the traditional Bartman. <laughs> oh my God! It's like Romy and Michelle. <laughs> Everybody do the Bartman. Oh my God! Hard ditch. Yes. Um, hard pitch. Super hard pitch. No, he's got to dance with Bellana to all my life. I pray for someone like you. Oh my God. 
the most nineties jam. It's gotta of be all some time. Savage Garden, right? Like they gotta <laughs> oh dance to Savage God, Garden. Savage. <laughs> Is Weedus gonna play the show? I knew I loved you before I met you. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> That's it. That's Whoa. all I wanted to read out of that one. Um. Our next email is from Phil, who we know is Philosus. Oh, yeah, Philosus. He's oh, a, cool. He's a good dude. He says, Trek Boys! Trek Boys! Trek Boys. <laughs> hey, guys. Since I've gotten a little deeper into Star Trek TOS, I figured I'd bring up some things I found interesting for discussion. How, oh, how interesting. interesting. <laughs> oh, God. So, how synchronized. We've been hanging out with each other a lot. Uh, one, Balance of Terror is an amazing episode. Who who fucking said it? Who that? You did. You said it. <laughs> was it Jeff? It was, it was, it was Jeff. Jeff. I guess Jeff, Jeff said it. And I guess it was Jeff. I love how it builds on uh, the lore of the universal status quo, as well as highlighting just how great a captain Kirk really is. How nice. great. We get to watch both Kirk and the Romulan captains struggle within themselves to do what they feel is right for their people and their individual missions, and I think it's masterfully done. It's great. It might be my favorite episode so far. Nice. And he included a sick bones quote, all capital. Nice. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, something I seldom say to a customer, Jim. In this galaxy, there's a mathematical probability of three million Earth-type planets. And in all the universe, three million million galaxies like this. And in all of that, and perhaps more, only one of each of us. Don't destroy the one named Kirk. Wow. That's a great quote. That would be... I could, I'm just imagining that with a light Scottish. <laughs> what? It's Bones <laughs> said it. Scotty oh, didn't say it. <laughs> oh, I thought it was... All right, I meant, I'm, no, Scotty would be like, Ah! <laughs> I'm Scotty. <laughs> well, I want Scotty to God, say it. That was dead on. It'd be a good quote if Scotty said it. Um, <laughs> it's a bad quote because Bones says. Listen, I love Bones. I do too. Listen, listen. Nobody got any sleep last night. <laughs> By the way, uh, yep. You don't ask the Almighty for an ID. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, uh, what does God need with a starship? What does God need with a starship? Need with a starship. You didn't answer my question. You don't ask the Almighty for an ID, Jim. Oh, that's really good. That's a really good, like, uh, uh... That's a real good Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real good checkoff you got going on. You know what? Stuff. Fuck everybody! <laughs> Uh, two, in the episode Shore Leave, the crew comes in contact with a being who describes himself as the caretaker of the planet and seems to have nigh-limitless powers to fulfill the crew's every thought or desire. I was wondering mm. if you had any insider thoughts about these aliens possibly being the prototypes for the caretakers that we see in the later series, uh, Voyager. Uh, they probably like the name. I, I don't. They, it seems to sure. have the same function, even for the most part. It like takes care of the beings on the planet. Yeah, from afar. Yeah. Uh, there's I another one like that. There's a character in TOS that's basically a Q. Yeah, they. Yeah. Like he's he's like an omnipotent being that can do literally anything, and he tests the crew of the Enterprise to prove if they're worthy or not to be out in space. Yeah. And he has all hmm. the same abilities as Q. Maybe he's like, 
a you. Maybe he. Maybe he's you. You. Maybe he's us. I feel like a lot of stuff in later Trek is like them watching TOS and being like, I can do that better. I can do that better, yeah. And sometimes they're right, and sometimes they're very, very wrong. Yeah, agreed. Most of the time they're pretty good about it. Uh, Mm. Three, Space Seed blew my mind. Fuck yeah. I had no idea that Khan was something they set up before the movie, let alone so early in the series. Oh, yeah. I also didn't know anything about Khan as a character besides what I'd seen in Into Darkness, which was very oh, little. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, and, Sam. And now seeing oh, Khan's origin gave me a new respect for the character and less respect for how well he was portrayed by J.J. He's a trash character. J.J. <laughs> Abrams... Alright, sorry. You mean J.J. Abrams is a trash character? We're gonna we're gonna go on a rant. Yeah, no. JJ was more concerned with uh isn't it interesting how I did this like turn? Oh man, I'm so clever. And it's like, no, everyone knew it was gonna be fucking con. Everybody fucking knew it was gonna be con. The only people who didn't know it was gonna be con were people like me who were like, Man, they definitely won't do that because it's so fucking stupid, right? Dude, I asked asked Luke when we were in Game Revision, I was like, It's con and Luke was like, No, it's not and I said, I will bet you one hundred dollars it's con. And it was fucking con. Like it would have. Where's my hundred dollars? It would have been a lot better and made a much more interesting movie if they would have not time skipped for no reason. Oh my god, and that movie is. Such they time shit. skip it after every movie for no reason because it's been time since the last movie, right? So dumb. But uh, fucking, it should have been the guy from the fucking episode of Star Trek where he's got the gold eyes. He's got the fucking silver eyes from where no man has gone before. Oh, yeah. That would have been a great story to do, but instead, yeah. uh, it's Khan, because everybody knows him. Remember? Remember Khan? Gotta sell tickets. People don't like Star Trek because it's boring, so we gotta make it better for them. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a universe full of beings that can create and destroy on a whim, it's really refreshing to see a villain slash foil who is far more grounded, even if he is a red skull-ass supervillain. <laughs> How do you two feel about Khan, and where would he fall in your rankings of Star Trek villains? He's up there. For he me. definitely I mean, like I fucking love Khan. He's great. Yeah, like he's if great. Kirk had an arch nemesis, it would be Khan. Yeah, for sure. And I f- Picard's is the Borg. Yeah, Kirk's and is they Khan. they feel like that's not solid enough, so they make the Borg queen. Yeah, they kind of give like the queen uh, some shit. I don't mind the. Queen I don't so like much. the idea of the queen. I feel like that takes away from the Borg a little bit. I think it makes them more creepy because it's like, well, what the fuck is she doing? Like, what is she? And she never dies. Like, she just never dies. Yeah, she comes back in Voyager. She's so, like, she's like crazy hard to kill. So what's what's Khan's deal? Like, what is he? Khan is uh, from a time period on Earth where experimentation was being done on humans very heavily. So basically this, like, uh, race of superhumans were created. Okay. And yeah. they basically all went to war with each other. First they, like, took over the areas where they were at. Like, they banded together and took over countries. Yeah. And then they waged war on each other and basically, like, decimated the planet. And it took, like, everything normal humans had to defeat them. And they were just sealed away. And so Khan, was, Khan was, like, the guy who... Con- He's, like, the Alexander the Great of these superhumans. So he, so that's why everyone's freaked out by um, Bashir? Yes. Because he's, yes. 
he's been he's, it's super illegal to be oh yeah it lost, is absolutely right. super illegal because the last time it happened the world was bad. decimated yeah hmm and, interesting note and like it's <laughs> interesting if true con is basically like if somebody you like found a pod that had a frozen guy in it in the middle of like the desert right and you mm. unthawed him and brought him back and he just seemed like this really cool amicable guy but the longer you were around him the slowly like it slowly dawned on you that this man was Hitler yeah uh, that's what okay. space seed is I mean, okay. I think we've all found a desert Hitler, so... I mean... So, it's it's like hanging out with your grandparents, and for a second, <laughs> you're like, we have some stuff in common, yeah. but then... But then... But then they but say then a the word Hitler that you thought out. people didn't say anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that I've gotten my Chris Farley show portion of the email out of the way, uh, I don't get that reference, but... <laughs> I know who Chris remember? Farley is. Do you remember? remember? It's a SNL sketch when he interviews like uh, Paul McCartney. He's like, "Do you remember when you said that the love you take is equal to love you make?" That was so great. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I remember that." <laughs> um, God damn, I forgot about that. I'm gonna have to look at the clips that's a fucking smart joke right there. Uh, <laughs> since you guys have seen most of Star Trek as a whole, are there any things you enjoy from other science fiction that you would like to see explored more in Star Trek? I'm sure a lot of people who don't want their space chocolate to get in their space peanut butter, but I was curious what, if anything, you boys would like to see in Discovery or any future Trek movies or series iterations from other sci-fi. Thank you for all I the last Star Trek to... Oh, sorry. Thank you for the email. Uh, I, I just want Star Trek to be good. Yeah, um, I wanted yeah. to comment on uh, shit we're shit we're going through right now again. Yeah, it, it's like ripe. Star Trek is like perfect for right now, and yeah. I, that it's being wasted on like a bunch of dumb shooty action bullshit is like really yeah, they, criminal. They went to the mirror universe. That's where things are now. Yeah, they're in the fucking mirror universe or whatever. Remember, like, remember that. No. Everyone loves the mirror universe. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like. Other than, like, I want to see... I, I, I just want to, like, see stuff that's happening now through the lens of Star Trek. Like, I, I don't really know what I'd mash it up with. Like, I just want my sci-fi to be smart. That's the only thing I, I yeah, want. Yeah, I, I agree. Entertain me. I agree with both of you. Uh, if I could take something from other sci-fi that doesn't get explored much in Star Trek, it would be uh, Earth. I want to see how Earth operates and, like, what life is like for someone on Earth. We don't really see that ever, for the most part. Yeah, the only good... I'm, I'm going to be very uh, kind right now. Mm-hmm. The only good part about, like, J.J. Trek is, like, you see some parts of Earth, even though, like, what he does with it makes no sense. It's Coruscant. He, it, he it's makes Coruscant, Earth yeah. into Coruscant or Coruscant. Depending on who you ask. Karu- Karuskin. Yeah, like, why are they building a spaceship on Earth? Why would you do that? Just build it in the space. Yeah, I don't a know. spaceship. I don't yeah. fucking know. So it could be a vista. He loves his fucking vistas, right? He loves when a character looks at a thing because he doesn't know how to write. So he's like, well, now he's going to look at it. Oh, it's so cool. Why does it matter when you build anything anywhere if you can just, like, teleport it? You, know, you, can't you can't teleport a can't fucking teleport ship. ship. Get out of here. You crazy, Kevin? What if you just teleported a bunch of pieces of the ship? That's what they do! What? 
Why then? Why don't you just build it where it's gonna be in space, Kevin? I mean, if it's <laughs> if it's not like a person, can't you just like stream it? Like, but like have a buffer queue <sighs> of uh, t- of like transport energy. They just sort of. This seems very wasteful. <laughs> it's a lot of energy, dude. It's like really a lot of energy. The thing is, they live in a post uh, like a post scarcity society, but you can't make dilithium, which runs like yeah, a lot of these machines. You still have to mine the dilithium. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know about dilithium. Well, let me tell you about trilithium, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's a, Don't put that in a star. It's one times better than dilithium. <laughs> if the Star Trek universe is so great, then how come there's not quadlithium? Not yet. I bet there is <laughs> in it, Star Trek give Online. Give it time. Give it time. There's no quadlithium. Not yet. You just get dilithium. Um, thanks for writing in, Phil. I appreciate it. You're, yeah, you're, a, good, you're a good good boy. Good boys. Uh, do we have time good, for good another boys. email? Yes. Yeah, we'll, we do. We'll do. We'll do one more. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting the thumbs up from the booth. We have time okay. for one more. Uh, Brad says. Brad we'll says. Yeah. Hashtag Brad is real. <laughs> Hashtag Brad is real. Um, our next email. Where is, is my Brad? Our last email. Oh, of the my night Brad is. Is from Brad, who says, "What the fuck are you guys still doing? It's over an hour." <laughs> Uh, Brad, get off my shit. <laughs> Come on, Brad. Or, I just had to deal with you today. Fuck you, Brad. Brad. Piece of shit. I don't even, Ditch I've Brad. met him today, and I still don't fucking like him. Um, yeah, he sucks. Uh, it's from Dane, who says... Dane! What up, oh, my cool Trek name. boys? Trek boys. Trek boys. I wanted you to do it. No did it. I wanted you to do it. You left me out there to dry. Yes. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna miss having you on, Kevin. <laughs> Just come back all the time. Uh, Dane, aka Mario Chief, here. I like that name. Uh, Mario Chief. I like Mario Chief. Um, I like Mario a lot. So. <laughs> A lot of cool name happening right now. Yeah. First time, long time of all things, Josh and continue. Oh yeah, he's yeah. he's my favorite, but don't tell anyone, not even Jeff. So no Damn. one tell me. <laughs> he won't tell you. I'll keep it secret and safe for you guys. <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. Wait a minute. It's a Trek quote. It's a Trek quote. <laughs> it's from Trek of the Rings. I gotta pitch it or ditch it for you. Give it. Yes. DS9. The Grand Nagus buys out Quark's bar, making Quark. <laughs> <laughs> making Quark a homeless Ferengi on the station. The Nagus, oh in God. his infinite dickery, promotes Rom to run the bar and tells him he can't hire Quark. I mean, you should just watch the show. The bar, you should just watch the show. The bar actually becomes more profitable than ever before. Quark becomes extremely depressed, and Kira, uh, feeling brother. sorry... <laughs> uh, brother. 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 <laughs> I have a question, brother. Moogie. <laughs> Moogie. <laughs> uh, feeling sorry for Quark, Kira goes on a date with him, and they fall in love with each other. No, ditch. No, Everyone ditch. profits. The hard pass. Everyone profits, and things are going great on the station. It turns out the Nagus was a changeling from the Delta Quadrant the whole oh time. Oh, my God. And goes on a humanoid killing rampage. To t- and takes, is this Steve? This is, is this, this Steve? This is not Steve. It's Dane. Dane. And text- Are we sure that Steve isn't Dane? 
and takes Odo back home and forces Odo to meld with him. Plot twist, Odo dreams in his bucket and he wakes up roll credits. Oh my god, it's a fucking... Uh, this is like a super... <laughs> who shot JR? This is like a double, double ditch. Dane, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is... That is off the fucking rails, dude. <laughs> yeah, gotta ditch it, because there's no Bashir subplot. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin requires many things. Jeez. One of them is a Bashir subplot. Kira just and like, Quark, huh? Yeah, that's a problematic ship right there. That, that don't make any sense to me. <laughs> ship and Kira and Jif. Um, <laughs> is there um? Is there like a Kira and Bashir like go on an adventure together episode? Maybe I feel like Not I feel really. like there is, but there's always somebody else there. They were married in real life. Yes. A what? Yeah. Yeah, they have a kid together. That's cool as shit. John Larroquette is- fun fact of the week. Yeah. How yeah. interesting and adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they got divorced. But, I mean, for a while... Everything dies, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, how fucking great is it that Kira's real name is Nana Visitor? It's it's the most Star Wars-y Star Trek name. Nana Visitor. Nana Visitor. I just feel like we didn't get much Kira and Bashir apart from um, Bashir's Frontier... Uh, medicine speech in the beginning. Mm. They kind of do a thing when, well, like when they're together, when uh, Kira gets turned into the hologram of that Russian spy girl. Oh yeah, that's really yeah, good. that's true. Yeah, that it, they, I, I think they kind of like shy away from the two of them since they are like married. It's like pretty early on. Oh yeah, show. you don't Why want people the... with chemistry interacting true. on the no, TV show. No, you sure do not. Why did you do the... not want that. Uh, why did um, Siddig El Fadil change his name to Alexander Siddig anyway? Do you think it Probably was like racism in Hollywood? Probably, because yeah. Siddig El Fadil is like the coolest fucking name. Or it, or it could be like a union thing or something, like a SAG thing. You think, SAG you is think there was weird, another so. Siddig El Fadil and he had to change his I name? I think there were at least five <laughs> other Siddig El Fadirs. The thing cool it's probably thing. a union thing, actually. The thing is, uh, his name isn't even Siddig El Fadil. It's Siddig El Tahir El Fadil El Siddig Abderrahman yeah, Mohammed Ahmed Abdel Karim El Mahdi. Holy That's a shit. great name. Which is That's fucking, fucking cool awesome. <laughs> but yeah. My name's Stupid Josh. Yeah, my name is fucking Jeff Pennington, and his name is that cool shit. <laughs> I mean, my, like, my name's all right. <laughs> I'm Kevin Cole. He's Kevin, right, though. Kevin Butthole. Right. Kevin oh, Got him. Kevin Bartkus Cole. <laughs> That's, is that your name? That's my middle name, yeah. Bartkus? Do you know what my dad's middle name is? Is it Bartkus? No. Oh. It's Ruggles. 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 <laughs> I have, like, the whitest name that's ever existed on the face of the planet Earth. Jeffrey Montgomery Pennington. Okay, it's not quite that white, but it's almost. It's Jeffrey it's almost Michael that. Pennington. Michael. Mine's my initials are almost my name. Mine mine are J is J M P. Hence Mine's J S H. Jish. 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 What's your middle name, Sean? No. Is it Sean? It's not Sean. It's Sean. You think you know you have to get it's not It's Samuel. What Fuck do you, you think Josh's fucking... middle name is? <laughs> Tweet us at what's Josh's middle name? It's, it's not Ruggles. It's Samuel. <laughs> hey, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> That's cool. Shut up, Jeff. You don't know. 
It's not Samuel either. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, brother. It's Rom. It's Rom. Oh, Sidig Alphadir. His middle name is uh, Zek. Grand Nega Zek. <laughs> Quack! <laughs> Uh, Dane ends his email by saying keep up the great work boys don't kick Josh off the show please and I hope Jeff finds a sweet new job soon man I fucking hope not being freelance is dope (laughs) I love getting fired (laughs) thank you that's really cool of you that was a great email thank you so much Um, yeah being freelance is dope as fuck though so fuck yeah hell yeah uh, that brings us to the I end want. of M class emails. If you, as as me? a you even you Kevin Cole, me, if you want your email read on the air, you can send it to M class email at gmail Singular M class email. Yes. Yeah, we should we should have uh, we should have made it better. Shut the fuck up. Gosh. I like it. I think it's good. <laughs> Well, I know where it's confusing. It gets confusing now when we do this yeah, show because the show is called M Class Emails. It's super confusing. Like I've done everything wrong. I understand. No, man. There's no wrong. Just right. I just Bud Light. I miss. <laughs> I, I really wanted to just have M Class podcast, but somebody already had it. Some butthole took it and is holding it, holding it hostage. Like there had to we, have been somebody it. who was like, "I'm gonna make a Star Trek podcast." Well, yeah. you have their email address. <laughs> He's right. Why did you just Holy ask shit. Him? He's fucking right. I just send him an email that says, uh, brother. Let's send him an email as uh, Grand Nagus Zach and just like threaten that the FCA is going to take the email away from him. I send like a, an email to uh, whoever holds the Kevin Cole Twitter account. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you using this? Dude, Dude the guy yeah. who owns the Jeff Pennington one uses it all the fucking time. And I'm like, just die. Just die. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. You just send him emails that are like, just die. Why aren't you dead yet? Fucking die. Uh, no, Jeff, you need him alive. You need him alive so it can be a, a calm tr- uh, transfer of power. There's <laughs> <laughs> no power vacuum in the email. Like, I couldn't imagine just being like, hey, uh, I'm a more important Jeff Pennington than you, so can I get that, e- that Twitter? That happens a lot, though. You would be surprised how often that Yo, can happens. I get that Twitter? And he's like, well, w- what do you do? Oh, I'm on a very unpopular Star Trek podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, I'm I'm an attorney, so I don't, I don't know, dude. For a very unpopular Star Trek podcast, we got a shit ton of emails. Yeah, we got yeah for like, real. Uh, that wasn't even half of that. Them. Wasn't actually. I told you we had twenty last time we talked. We had twenty seven. Jesus, so, F, man. Uh, sorry got- to everyone we didn't read this time. Maybe we'll read them next time. But uh, yeah. follow us on Twitter at M Class Podcast. Uh, follow yes. Kevin at Real Kevin Cole. Yeah. And follow his great video game hack at H-A-Q-U-E-R-L on Twitter. You remember. I follow it. Thanks, man. I'm a fan of everything you do, Kevin. I'm a fan of everything you do, Josh. I'm a a fan of... Yeah, Josh is here. (laughs) I'm a fan... Everyone's a fan of everything you do, Josh. I'm a, Yay! I'm a fan of like 99% of what Josh does because he does a million things and I'm pretty sure I don't even know about all of them. 
Yeah, there's some secret ones you don't even know about. That shit happens in your stream all the time where somebody's like, Josh is on a Star Trek podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get the word out, bros. Yeah, maybe if tell people. Maybe if one of oh, my yeah. friends would say it on uh, on their uh, million podcasts, it would. Uh... Uh, 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 <laughs> maybe if uh, maybe if uh, one of my friends put it in his video game that he made ooh. recently, everybody oh, would. That's not, that one's not about me. I'm okay. That one's not about me. <laughs> Could you imagine beating Hack and then it just says, "Go watch M Class podcast." <laughs> Oh my god, that would be like ridiculous. <laughs> that's the whole ending. Like you just build up this game this whole time, and that's the ending. I'm you, in that video game. Yeah, you are in that video. Is game. he? I'm a I'm a boy in that game. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm yeah, I'm not a, in that there's game. A, there's a secret Josh mode. Josh mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everything's just twerking. You're only allowed to have swords. You can't use any yes. other weapon. <laughs> no magic. Get that magic out of here. Hell yeah. Uh, the riddle of steel. I would like to thank Kevin Cole for joining us on the Beard that Collection. That's such a weird coincidence because I want to thank you guys for having me here. That's such a weird coincidence because I would like to thank me for being here. That's uh, a weirder coincidence because I want to thank everyone who's listening for listening. Damn. <laughs> me too. Me too. Like I love you. None of you people have to listen to us ramble on for hours at a time about Star Trek, but you do anyway, yeah. and it means the world to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, there's no joke. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> uh, it means the universe to me, so I'm better. Uh, it means the multiverse to me. So oh my uh, suck go. my multi dicks, my multi Klingon dicks. <laughs> suck my two Klingon dicks. <laughs> It means like a whole bucket to me. Wow, <laughs> lowballing like over here, <laughs> changeling. It's a big bucket though. Do you melt into it at night? Yeah, I guess honestly, yeah. if it's yeah. a big bucket, it could be any size. It could be the size of like more than the multiverse. Well, yeah, space goes both ways. Duh. And so do buckets. Space goes outward. Buckets are bisexual. Space. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. Jeff, there's more than two ways. You've never been to Bucket Prime of the Bucket System? There are all kinds of sex going on in that Bucket Planet. Bucketellion, the planet. Bucketellion. Uh, we've gone too far. Thank you, everyone. Let's go to bed. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll be back someday with more M-Class podcasts. Yay! Bye, Bye everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>